Addiction plays hardball. He would hit me with these verbal attacks. I just said to him, I love you so much. You're such an amazing person. I can't take this ride anymore. It was the fact that dad made that sentiment and broke down. And years later, he told me it had a huge impact on him. Sometimes doing what's right for your loved one is the hardest thing to do. Karen is that right thing. Visit caron.org slash lost. Whether you're making the same breakfast that you have every day or baking a cake for an extra special day, eggs are a staple in our diets. Eggland's best eggs are nutritionally superior to ordinary eggs, containing more vitamins and 25% less saturated fat. Not only are they better for you, but Eggland's best eggs taste better too. There's a reason that they're America's number one eggs. Visit egglandsbest.com for additional information and delicious recipes. Welcome to Cogill Wine and Film, A Perfect Pairing. I'm film critic Gary Cogill, and today the life and times of actor Stanley Tucci, who continues to amaze us with his CNN Emmy award-winning travel series. It's called Stanley Tucci Searching for Italy. We're going to explore his remarkable show, his impressive film career, and a little bit about his personal life, which includes a recent battle with cancer. My goodness. And I'm wine expert Haley Hamilton Cogill, and we are heading to Italy today. Yay. Oh, love Italy. Toasting alongside Tucci with wines from some of my most favorite regions, including the elegance and essence of Barolo. Oh, and wines from one of the most beautiful regions in the world, Alto Adige. But first, Gary, let's dive into the show that we are both so obsessed with. So we became obsessed with it a year ago because— A year and a half. It Yes. It's been a year and a half, yeah. yeah because been, the— It ended kind—I I thought that they still had a few episodes to go when when— when COVID happened because they were filming and then all of a sudden, you know, everything, the world shut down, especially Italy. And you still see people wearing masks quite a bit Mm -hmm. in the show because they had to pick some of it back up, you know, in in certain sections. But I think they had a few episodes partially done and then had to go back and finish. But, oh my God, season one was so great. And and so I'm going to compare it to something that we think is one of the greatest probably reality series ever, which was the Ewan McGregor series oh. called uh, The Long Road, The Long, Long Way, Way Up, where he drives his motorcycle from— Which we've talked about. Yeah, I know we lot. talked about um, on the show before because it's that was a three, three-part three um, series. Right. Um, long Way Around, Long Way Down, and, and then The, the Long, Long Way, Way Up. up. And, and we watched The Long Way Up first and then went back— um, because the long way up went from Patagonia up to Los Angeles, LA, yeah, and all with electric, electric bikes, electric but prototype electric motorcycles from Harley, from Harley, and it's Ewan McGregor and his buddy, yes, and it's the famous Ewan, the actor, but he's, and it's yeah, fine. I not think it's on Amazon or yeah. Apple or one something. It's it's such a great great series. So I'm feeling almost about this as I felt about that. Uh, we haven't got into it enough, and maybe after uh, it, it's it's that's a little the first one that I was talking about the Ewan McGregor the Long Road Up is a little bit more complicated. That one I think is more about friendship, though it does explore um, regionally. Yeah, um, you know they do they do get into some of the 
the you know local cuisine and local flavor. That but was more about culture. That this is about food and wine. This, well, and I think about the friendship between the two, um, between you and his best friend. Yeah. Whereas this is just Stanley Tucci going around the country, going around Italy, and and celebrating the beauty of Italy. Oh. So we watched him. I think the first episode of this season was he goes to Venice, right? And it's just great to see Venice, and they and they're discussing a lot of things that are going on with climate change and the levels of water and all kinds of things. They they don't he doesn't shy away from any of that mm-hmm. stuff, but man, he he understands and knows food. Well, he's Italian, and he grew up going to Italy his entire life. But what's great about him is he goes he'll go into any little nook or cranny in that country. And speak the language with the people. Half of it's in English, half of it's in Italian. But he's so gracious to everyone. I, I don't. He's not around. He's not running around trying to find famous people. Right. He's trying to find people that are really good at what they do. Mm-hmm. And that's the joy of that. He would, you know, it's not a it's not a movie star show. Well, and he's genuinely in the, at least how it seems, and being gracious. He's genuinely interested in and why someone is an expert at what they're doing, whether it be that they're making cheese or, mm-hmm. um, or you know, making fresh pasta or Truffle growing hunting. a vegetable yeah. or, yes, and or being a farmer. Yeah. And, and, and the jobs that aren't necessarily glamorous, but, but that's the reality. But that guy over there growing that eggplant, I want to speak to him, and he does. That that'd be something you and I would do. Right. We would. We're more interested if we went to somebody's house and they happened to be famous or it was real fancy. We'd find ourselves in the kitchen talking to the people that are working in there. We usually find our way in there and, and to do that. And he's that. He 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 does that. But man, I learned a lot about Venice. And then and then it was what Piedmonte. Oh, Piedmonte. Is that how you say it? No, the, that's the Italian. The, we don't say Piedmont. And if you're yes, that's the English. Um, pronunciation of Piemonte. The Italian is Piemonte. But I What lights you up when I say that? I that's my I, well and I can just go ahead and get into our pairing because um the the beauty of uh, my aha wine when I when I first started my SOM training was that I had a Barolo, which Barolo is the the signature wine of Piemonte, as is Barbaresco, but I'm going to talk Barolo first, um, both made from the Nebbiolo grape. But that was when, like, the first day of my SOM training many, many years ago when I had a very young palate, um, I... I one of the wines we tried was a Barolo, and I don't know what it was, or what the year was, or what the you know how long it had been opened, or I just know that when I tasted that wine, it was it was unlike anything else I'd ever had, and it kind of just it it made my whole journey and and excitement about the fact that within every single glass of wine you drink, you can have an adventure is is just it yeah that just was amazing it was leathery and there was some tar and some cherry and these floral notes and it was tannic but it was it was still very balanced and there was great acidity it it was just it it, uh, yeah i i just 
I'd never had anything like it. And and to to then marry it with truffles, which we did not do at my that day at class, but we have done many times, you and I, over the course of our many years, especially when our Chef Andrew Ormsby comes back from a trip with a, a beautiful one pound truffle, <laughs> white Alba truffle, fifteen hundred dollar um, truffle that yeah. that he you know shaves perfectly on a baguette with butter and a little salt and a little truffle and this earthy, rich, incredible wine. It's just it, it's there's nothing like it. It's heaven. And you can you can find very affordable options, though it is a, a more difficult wine to make, usually because it does take a lot of time to age to kind of soften the tannins because they are so intense and so bold. Um, but a lot of winemakers have kind of recently changed the way that they're producing and picking a little earlier. And so you can find some that are more affordable. My when I had a chance to go to to the region, I went with the Ricosa Wine Group, and um, theirs are a little bit more on the affordable side. Um, but then Vietti and uh, Prunotto and Cesar, and I mean, there's there's just a, there's some really really great, very historic. Um, producers and then and then see the oh, just it's it's just it's a magical place and it's and it's a place filled with history and I remember walking because um, I'd always get up in the morning and do my little walk and it's it, I went early on in some of my wine travels and I certainly have experienced this more um, as I've continued to travel but that particular trip I remember um, as I was walking I could hear. And I'm just surrounded by vineyards, and I all of the all of the chatter all around me from the vines was all women. There were all women working in the vineyards, which was something I hadn't seen a lot of because there it's kind of an industry that does have a lot of, especially in Europe, traditionally had been mostly men, and and it was just great to see all these women working the vines and and just chat 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 chat. chat. Yeah, wow. it was just a, yeah. So my wow. aha wine. Wow, your aha wine is a prolo. Well, and then to to then take that and as we kind of get back into the show and see um, Stanley Tucci appreciating uh, appreciating they actually did not do uh, a barolo. They actually did feature just a a, a regional longa wine um, producer that you know still makes these gorgeous. It's all Nebbiolo fruit, so a little bit more affordable, but but earthy and dense i mean who knew that that tar and leather <laughs> were supposed to taste so good but they do and then to just what pair it with beautiful food thing i love about stanley tucci in the series is i want to hang out with him i just i want to he's accessible um he's kind of an every man even though he's quite famous but he 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 isn't he's not pretentious there's not an arrogant flair about him at all. He's a dapper dresser. Oh yeah, he looks good. He looks good. He's really, he's in great shape. Works out a lot. Uh, I don't think he's the new Anthony Bourdain. That's different. I don't think he can replace that. But when Bourdain died, that left a huge void in this kind of genre of television. And 
Tucci has stepped in and filled part of that little void by just doing a great job at what he does mm-hmm. and taking us to places that we want to visit because we're travel nuts. You know, if you're saying you're going to Piedmonte, we're going to watch that show. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and I think he, and also I think the way it's shot and the way it's photographed, and it's the best use of graphics of just uh, a vitafont, of mm-hmm. just names and places. Uh, just the font style they use mm-hmm. is so much better than all the other shows. It just all works. The music's great. But I, I, I just think it, it's this little package that's really remarkable right now. And if you haven't watched this show, I, I think you'll be amazed. I think Tucci's 61 now, 61 or 62. I, 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 think, I think his show is not only respectful, but it appeals to cooks, it appeals to chefs, it appeals to sommeliers. It appeals to everyone, I think. Travelers. Travelers, yeah. everyone that would be in that industry. Well, and I think doing this, like, I'd love, because I'm such a Spain fan, like, I'd love yeah. to see Jose Andres do Spain. Yes. I'd love to see. But the beauty, I think, of what Stanley Tucci is and does is make it very relatable. And maybe that's how it is different than, like, uh, Anthony Bourdain's show, because Anthony Bourdain would get more into the chefy stuff, and this is, is Tucci though is a great cook, and we've seen we all saw Big Night. Yes, um, the uh, and has such an appreciation, but he makes it very relatable, which I think is really key. And I think we also, I mean, we the Italian dream. It's you know we we all saw, saw under the Tuscan sun. Yeah. <laughs> you know, doesn't everyone want to go live in in a villa in Italy? Yes, right and now. Hang out with Diane Lane. <laughs> Just kind of watch that stuff happen. You know, he's had a battle with uh, tongue cancer. He was diagnosed in 2017. After 35 days, uh, I think of radiation, seven chemotherapy treatments, he lost this sense of taste and smell. Doesn't that remind you of Grant Oshots? from Chicago, and and he credits his wife, Felicity Blunt, and that name should be familiar. They've been married over 10 years for helping him get through the treatment, and for a long time, he had to feed himself through tubes while he was going through all of this. I mean, it was pretty dire. It was mm-hmm. pretty, be- pretty rough stuff. You know, Stucci was married before and had kids, and uh, his wife died of cancer, and then he met uh, Felicity Blunt, at a party in on Lake Cuomo, I think it was a rap party for uh, Devil Wears Prada, because he met um, Emily Blunt's sister there at the rap party, and they be, and they started dating, and ended up getting married, and they have kids now. Awesome. And, and it's just so John Krasinski and Emily Blunt are his relatives. That's. <laughs> That's pretty cool That's stuff. awesome. I know. I, I bet, bet they eat well. I bet they hang out and eat well and, and cook well and do stuff. Uh, before we but it on. is amazing that, that he has, that he went through that and today has uh, an obvious great um, sense of taste and smell and appreciation. And appreciation for all that. Mm-hmm. So does this, watching this show make you anxious or appreciate more this trip you're about to take to Italy? Yes. Does it? Of course, uh, yeah. I, I I just need. I, I we'll get into the trip. <laughs> we'll get into the trip later. Okay, we'll um, do it in the next half. Sure, or, or another day. Yeah, then we'll do it at some yeah. point. When we come back on Kogel One and film a perfect pairing, we're going to take a look at the film career of Stanley Tucci, and we're going to pair some wines with his performances, including one of the best food movies of all time, called Big Night. <laughs> <laughs> 
and we will be right back. Welcome back to Cogill Wine and Film, A Perfect Pairing, where our discussion includes all things Stanley Tucci today. And now we're going to pair this celebrated actor with a light white wine from one of my other favorite Italian places in the world, Alto Adige. Alto Adige. I've, yes, we've, I've shared my love of this beautiful place uh, many times before, but it's it's literally one of the most beautiful places that I have ever had an opportunity to experience. The far northeastern uh, portion of Italy in the foothills of the Italian Alps and the Dolomite Mountains. It, it, it just, it literally was, the hills are alive with the gorgeousness. Um, high, high elevation, cool climate, and the region literally grows any white, any cool climate variety, both white and red, um, that that you can imagine. Gruner Rootley or Gruner Veltliner, Gewurztraminer, Riesling, uh, Pinot Pinot Bianco, uh, Pinot Grigio, Chardonnay. Like every every luscious, lively, high acid. White wine, as well as gorgeous Pinot Noirs, Lagrine, um, um, oh, just beautiful. But the place is what's so just stunning, and and the fact that vineyards can grow on these steep slopes at these just crazy elevations, and some of the vineyards are terraced, some are just a straight slope down, and the fact. You have to figure out how to work those vines and and the resiliency of the people. It's also a region that um, is known for their apples. So a lot of apples in Italy come from Alto Adige. Um, and it's a very, like all a lot of these kind of working man kind of areas, uh, it's a very hearty cuisine. There was lots of, lots of sausages and, 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 Schnitzel. <laughs> is it really cold there? Um, when no, I mean it's like any kind. It is higher altitude, and so yes, you need to have a sweater and a wrappy. But it wasn't um, different than any you know kind of any other vineyard area. I mean, hot days, cool nights, that right. sort of thing. Um, but but just really just stunning, and it um, was part of the Austro-Hungarian Empire at one point. So there's this huge kind of Germanic influence on it, though it's the people are Italian, and um, but there's kind of a crossover from village to village, like uh, German and Austrian, and 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 yeah, yeah it's it's fascinating, and um, and you're right. I mean, you're right on the Austrian border, and. Um, but then these gorgeous mountains. But um, so we're going to pair the second half of the show with a Pinot Bianco, which um, Pinot the a lot of we think of a lot of Italian wine in our kind of mind sometimes just goes straight to Pinot Grigio because it's the you know the marketing has done very well with Pinot Grigio, but Pinot Bianco is kind of I want to say the softer sister to Pinot Grigio. Um, and sometimes it can kind of be a variety that doesn't have a lot of oomph. It just is. It's a. It's softer. It's. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have the 
the you know as much of the acidity that that and and the floral and the fruit that Pinot Grigio can do. But the Pinot Bianco from Alto Adige, because of this elevation, because of this climate, because of this terroir, there's such brightness, there's such freshness. There's there are all you know the, these wines are filled with with gorgeous white flowers and and juicy citrus and 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 just stunning you know kind of crushed stone from from these you know the, this mountainous region soft herbs like tarragon and and mint and just really really beautiful wines like all of the wines from Alto Adige um a handful of of really beautiful ones. Um, Abizia di Novicella is one of my most favorite. Um, Terlano, Elena Valch, um, Tiffenbrunner is is a pretty um, large producer. You can find their Pinot Grigio everywhere, but if you can find their Pinot Bianco, really really special. And I think a, a nice little um, transition as our as we get into summer for a nice kind of lively white wine to enjoy. I learned about this wine. I learned about Alto Adige from you. Oh my god. I can actually so say it now, Alto Adige. And I look for it on wine lists now. And it's usually affordable. So, well, it actually, um, sometimes. Sometimes. I mean, it's it takes, as I was saying, it takes a lot to 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 grow wine, vines in, in this place, both because of elevation but be, and because of slope and because of— So they're not the, the cheapest wines that you can find. But the quality for what you get, I think, is you might pay a couple of dollars extra, but the quality is absolutely just, worth it. Yeah, I mean, all and and then all the like Santa Margarita has a a Pinot Grigio that's from Fruili, and then they also have one from Alto Adige, and the Alto Adige one is like five dollars more and and worth it. Before we get to big night, a little bit about Stanley Tucci. He was uh, born on November eleventh, nineteen sixty. In Peekskill, New York, he's the son of Joan, who was a writer, and his dad's name was Stanley Tucci, was an art teacher. His family, of course, is Italian-American with origins in Calabria. Is that, Mm -hmm. did I say that right? He took an interest in acting while he was in high school, and he went on to attend the State University of New York's Conservatory of Theater Arts in Purchase, New York. And he began his professional career on stage, making his Broadway debut in 19, I think, 82, then he made his film debut in Pritzi's Honor, which was 1985, directed by John Houston, starring Jack Nicholson and Angelica Houston, actually won the Academy Award for that. Right. And that was written by a friend of mine that lived across the street from SMU in Dallas, Richard Condon, C-O-N-D-O-N. I want to say that right. And he went on, and he, uh, he, wrote, uh, he, he wrote so many great books. And but Pritzi's Honor was one of his movies and one of his novels, and he was a stutterer, and he stuttered so bad. And he was a publicist for Walt Disney, and then he was a publicist uh, for another famous person. But he stuttered so bad he couldn't communicate, so he became a writer and wow. he started writing all these novels. And next thing you know, that's Stanley Tucci's in his film, and it's it's Tucci also in nine, I think two thousand and nine. I remember interviewing him for this film. Received his first Academy oh. Award nomination. For uh, he played a child murderer in Lovely Bones. Yeah, that was such a dark. Movie. Oh, and we hated him. And, oh, yeah. And he's such a nice guy, and he he we just hate. He scared oh, the daylights out of us. Yes. But Big Night came along in 1996. 
Big Night to me is, you can make a case that it's the greatest food movie ever made. It might not be, but it's one of them. Yeah. And you'll always, it'll always be in that conversation of maybe the, you know, f- five or six best food movies yeah. of all time. I want the, the, the Tip and Yamba t- or Timbali. Timbali. <laughs> it's stacked meat and vegetables and, and pasta made into a drum. And yes. A, a pasta. Pasta uh, drum. <laughs> yes. And, it's, and it takes all day and all night to make one. And have you ever had one? No. I've, I had one made for the table They, they did. Um, you did a night with Janet um, and Phil Cobb, their old restaurant their old in Italian Dallas. Italian restaurant in North Dallas. Called? Yes. And they brought in uh, Allegra Antonori from the Antonori family who provided the wine that right. night. And they created the – and as Big Night played on, you know, without the sound on and screens throughout the restaurant, they recreated the, all the entire food from that I movie. think we need to do that again. Man, Let's do that again. I just would love that. <laughs> I think, you know, it's Stanley Tucci and uh, who's the other actor in it? It's, um, oh, what's his name? He he was in Monk, but it'll, it'll come to me in a second. But they're, they're best friends and buddies. And Stanley actually co-directed the film and, and co-wrote the film. But there's that, there's that scene where, you know, well, the opening scene where they talk about this couple comes in and they're kind of ugly Americans. And they sit down at a restaurant and they ordered... The, the mushroom risotto or the shrimp risotto. And there's just little tiny bits of shrimp in it. Where's my big shrimp? And, my, and they just get <laughs> mad. And, you know, and the chef goes crazy. And uh, I, I, I just, I love that. There's a great scene where they're trying to impress the flower girl who brings flowers over. She's the tall actress that yes. we love so much. Allison Janney. Allison Janney. And she's kind of naive about the food thing with them, but likes them. And, he sticks his finger in the batter, puts it in her mouth, and she says, oh, my God, <laughs> as she licks the batter off his finger. It's one of the most erotic scenes, but it's, it's also playful and fun. And he says, yes, this is the closest to God you will ever get <laughs> because the food is so good. So good. So it's all about—and at the end, they survive their big night, and at the end, the next morning, nobody speaks. They just make breakfast on a griddle. And it's the coolest ending to a movie. It's just one of the great. Stanley Tucci is just great in that movie. I, I just everything about that movie just lights me up. The old cars, the street was made for nothing. You know, it's just one of those beautiful films. He's great in Julia and Julia. I think as as uh, Julia and Julia as Julia Child's yes. husband. Yes, I never I never understood him much until I saw that movie, and then he's he's portrayed in a, in a newer version on television. Uh, that the character is, right. but Stanley Tucci had so much love for her in that movie yeah. that I was as interested in him oh, as, as a partner in that movie, and that's why that movie I think is so good. Not just, and also uh, I think Meryl Streep was in his wedding because they're best friends. Nice, isn't that cool? Yes. He's hanging out in high company. Nice, uh, and Steve Buscemi was best man nice. at, at his wedding with nice. <laughs> Steve Buscemi. Go figure. That's awesome. I love that. He's great in The Devil Wears Prada. He's so good. Oh, he's so good. Do you love that movie? I do. I, I watched it again not too long ago. Meryl Streep again. Yes. And Anne Hathaway and Emily Blunt. And, and yeah, it's it's fantastic. Every time I see him in that movie, I never know if he's going to be, when I first saw the film and I interviewed him for that film, I, I didn't know as the movie is playing out whether he's going to be a good guy or a bad guy, but he's a good guy. Oh, he's a very good guy. He's a very good guy, and yes. he understands. But he also— He understands where he is and what he's around. Right. And not to upset that apple cart, but also get in there and do this. Well, yeah, because, I mean, we all 
let's face it, we've all had a nightmare boss. <laughs> we've all had a nightmare boss. We all have. You, yes, you we have. know we have. And yes, I have. And there's you you have to just figure out how to how to work it because at the end of the day you gotta, you know, they had to get the magazine out. You gotta get your job done. And and if you if you can't get on board, then I can't help you. And yeah, I, I that's an interesting film. I can though uh, very different industries that I've worked in over the years, but of course I think we can all relate to to what that is. You know, it's a it's a girl movie, but I love that as a guy. Oh, I love yeah. that movie as a guy. Yeah. Because it's so smart it's about what it's about. Movie. Well, there's a lot of fashion in it. Well, that's true. Yes, but you can relate that, to, you know, take the fashion out and it can apply to any other, you know, how many crazy chefs do we know? Many. There, it's It, it can yeah. be, you know. You're absolutely right. Yeah. He's great in Spotlight. Spotlight was a great film. You know, Michael Keaton is the one that we think about in that right. movie. But, but he's, you know, just working that, just being in the... He's an actor that serves his movies. Yes. I never go to a Stanley Tucci film where I hear a bullhorn saying, look at me, I'm Stanley Tucci. It's always the opposite. You know, you might call him like the most leading man character actor ever mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. he can play a leading man, but he's he's really a character actor. Like Hunger Games. Mm -hmm. You know, Hunger Games isn't my favorite series of movies, but and he's he's got that big weird hair and He's, you know, he's the show guy, right. you know, on television, and it's just, it's kind of weird. He was in Road to Perdition, which is a Tom Hanks film, yeah. which is one of my favorite under-the-radar movies of all time. He was also in, you know, he's in the, in the Avenger movie. He was in Captain America, the first Avenger. I think that was back in 2011. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, there's something about Stanley Tucci that I just kind of trust. I'm just glad he's around filling this void. Yeah. Well, and it's it makes in the in the grand scheme of kind of going back to to his show on CNN in the grand scheme of really um, bad reality TV options yeah. to to watch. Um, it it's pretty. It's a very very. It's nice to see quality, and and it's also just an interesting take on. On seeing a a major film actor take the time to to do television, which I think is kind of another thing that that we have seen a lot of in recent years. Really great actors that that realize you know doing something, whether it be on a uh, you know on a for a, a television entity or a streaming service or something like mm -hmm. that, versus a major film or working for a major studio or something like that, you you have the ability to, I think, one, flesh things out a little bit more as well as as just create something that opens it up to a broader audience. I think there I think there's another series coming out with uh, Eva Longoria. And hmm. it might be her in Mexico. Interesting. Doing Mexican cuisine and lifestyle. Which i I would be interested. I, I would be interested in that when you have, you know, credible people covering countries that they're credible in right that they're familiar with yeah um but yeah it's just great to see him do this i um i can't wait for the next episode i love this yeah
Isn't that fun? Yes. Stanley Tucci and Alto Adige. Who would have thought and we would ever... And great Barolo. And great Barolo that would ever have that chance to talk about all of that. Well, next week on Kogel Wine and Film, A Perfect Pairing, we're going to get back to the business of talking movies specifically and pairing wine with a little bit of food talk thrown in always for good measure. But for more on our chat today, check out our website, kogilconsulting.com. Uh, and be sure to follow Gary on Twitter at Gary Cogill. And to see what we're drinking now, follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Dallas Uncorked. And with that, I'm Gary Cogill, and I'm always looking for the next great film. And I'm Haley Hamilton Cogill, always in search of a great glass of wine. Join us next time on Cogill Wine and Film, a perfect pairing. Aloha. Addiction plays hardball. He would hit me with these verbal attacks. I just said to him, I love you so much. You're such an amazing person. I can't take this ride anymore. It was the fact that dad made that sentiment and broke down. And years later, he told me it had a huge impact on him. Sometimes doing what's right for your loved one is the hardest thing to do. Karen is that right thing. Visit caron.org slash lost. Whether you're making the same breakfast that you have every day or baking a cake for an extra special day, eggs are a staple in our diets. Eggland's best eggs are nutritionally superior to ordinary eggs, containing more vitamins and 25% less saturated fat. Not only are they better for you, but Eggland's best eggs taste better too. There's a reason that they're America's number one eggs. Visit egglandsbest.com for additional information and delicious recipes.